A bada bing bada bam. <laughs> that is the ugliest intro I've ever done. Welcome to this week's Bacon a Mystery, Bacon a Murder episode. Except there's no mystery, there's no murder. Well, actually, there was a murder. The murder happened in part one. Somebody was killed, but they're back. They're back at it. So if you guys haven't already watched the first episode, let me give you guys a quick recap. We are talking about the K-drama, Marry My Husband. This is going to be like part two of, I'm going to try to keep it four episodes. I don't think I can do three because like these episodes are really long. They're like an hour each per episode. There's like 16 episodes out there. It's absolutely unhinged, but I am loving every second of it. So let me give you guys a quick recap. So the whole RM team has been watching this drama. It is been that good and i'm like come on come on hold on we gotta research but we're over here kicking our feet it's that good like it's it's the type of k-drama that makes you like you're smiling at your screen and you look you look like you're hallucinating you look like you're delulu yeah is it like cute the revenge is satisfying i don't know something about it so it's like, like you're looking someone revenging and then you're like uh, yeah basically like, your feet, like so happy yeah are you nervous are you scared no i love <laughs> revenge plot <laughs> okay so part one was posted last monday and this is part two so here's the quick refresher of what's happened in the last part so we have gia who got diagnosed with late stage terminal cancer but her life has been falling apart for years now, even before this diagnosis. To be fair, her life was never perfect. I mean, her mom abandoned her when she was a teenager. Her dad died from cancer when she was like 23. But ever since she married Michael, her coworker, it felt like her life was over. It felt like everything good had exited. Any chance that she had at living a happy I do was gone because Michael is like if someone took the flag of the United States of America and cut out all of the white parts, all of the blue parts, and then just stitched back together the rest. Okay. Do you know what that is? No. That's a red flag. Okay. (laughs) Bruh. Where'd you get that from? You came up with that? Oh, yeah. In this little brain of mine. Oh, yeah. You like that? (laughs) He's rude. He's childish. He's sexist. He wants that traditional wife who cooks him five course meals for dinner, but he also wants her to pay the bills. That's like if you went to a petting zoo and you want the giraffe to pet you. And Gia did it. She's there aggressively petting this guy. All day, Michael sits on his ass on the couch playing video games all day, pretending to trade stocks for a living and his mom is like which is like my son look at the way you sit you sit so well you sit so good (laughs) and when Gia gets diagnosed with terminal cancer and is given six months to live Michael and his mom pressure her into continuing to do the household chores so that Michael can keep sitting okay and when gia just finally can't work anymore because she's so weak she gets hospitalized for chemotherapy michael's not paying the bills he stops visiting her she thinks that he's cheating on her guess who's always in her corner though the only person that's been with her ever since she's been a kid her best friend stacy stacy is the only person that visits her in the hospital and gia would give up her life for stacy until until one day gia goes to surprise michael at home not a good surprise he forgot to pay the medical bill so she needs to go get money (sighs) 
Guess who's in bed with her husband talking about what they're going to do with the insurance money once Gia's dead? Stacy! Stacy even offers to expedite the process next time that she visits Gia at the hospital by pushing her off the roof. She wants to priority ship her best friend straight to the morgue. And Gia freaks out at them. Michael pushes Gia and in classic K-drama fashion, Gia falls back so slowly like this, like this. Okay, like this. And she bonks her head on the coffee table. And I've bonked my head on the coffee table before, right? But she's dead. (laughs) Okay, she's dead. Except she's not dead. So there's a timeline where Gia's dead, technically. But it also seems like Gia somehow gets transported into an alternate timeline 10 years into the past. So now it's 2013. Do you usually like a time travel plot? No. You don't like it? No. Really? You don't find satisfying? Like This is so good, though. This one's so good. Usually I don't like a time travel plot because I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I do other stuff. Like people always be time travel to save the world. Mm. I feel like I'd be time traveling to be like, "Mm, I don't know what I would do. (laughs) I'd like leave notes around the world. I'd like fuck with people, you know, but then it's always like for a big purpose. And I'm like, bruh. But let's just fuck around and have fun, you know? But that's what Gia's about to do. <laughs> She's about to fuck around and have fun. Gia has no idea what's going on. She realizes that she has been given a second chance at life and she has to take it. She's got all of her memories from her previous life. So she knows that Michael and Stacy are just using her until they squeeze her dry and leave her to rot and then eventually kill her. So the whole show is Gia trying to navigate this new life, trying to prevent a future where she gets killed by her husband and her best friend. She starts making new friends. She starts getting close with the general manager at work, Mr. Richard Yu, who is also secretly the company CEO's grandson. And Gia knows this. So for some reason, Richard becomes obsessed with Gia in this new timeline. And we don't really know why. And like nobody's complaining because I guess he's like the hot male lead, right? Um, I, I know some people don't like his casting. Some people love his casting. Why? Some people say that he looks a little too nerdy. They were expecting like, like, I think his casting is fine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They like, want like a bad boy CEO? I guess. I think they want like a, you know... Like a Damon Vampire Diaries CEO. But I feel like his casting really works. Mm-hmm. I feel like anything like smoldering would have been like, what the f*** is going on in that <laughs> in that office right now? Like you have to remember, this is an office setting with cubicles, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're not just going to have like, you know, come down. Like that would be weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who do you guys think would have been better casted? Because I know some people have a problem with it online. I digress. We left off at the high school reunion where Richard, the hot CEO, somehow predicts Gia would be embarrassed there by Stacy and begs one of Gia's high school love interests to show up and defend Gia. And it works, but it kind of backfires on Richard because now LB, the high school love interest, and Gia are standing outside the restaurant together and LB is confessing his feelings for Gia while Richard is hiding behind a bush. So with that being said, let's get into it. LB is professing his love for Gia and Gia doesn't even know what to say. She doesn't know how to respond. And Richard is upset watching from behind the bush. He's not having it. So he reaches into his jacket pocket, pulls out his phone and Gia is awkwardly staring at LB and her phone starts buzzing. Hello? Uh, yes, sir. Richard's on the phone. I'm sorry to call on the weekend, but I think I need your help. Do you have time? It's about the group's advertising budget. I'm at the Winton Hotel. 
Gia's staring at Albie and she doesn't know how to respond. Does she go to work or does she stay with this cute high school boyfriend that she wanted to have? But now they're all grown up. They're in their 30s. He's a successful chef with a Busan accent and he works at a Michelin star restaurant in Seoul. He's also attractive, right? And the worst part is Richard can see her hesitating. <laughs> like she's literally choosing between work and Albie right now. What's a Busan accent? It's. Is it like Southern? No. No, it's Southern, but it's, it's like a, yeah, I guess it's like um, a hot Southern accent. Mm. Like sometimes, you know how I'm from the South. I can say whatever I want about the South. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> I was born and raised in the South. Okay. But um, like some Southern accents, you're like, damn, that's a Southern accent. And then mm-hmm. some Southern accents, you're like, I could see them in like a cowboy movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of like that. So he has that. Yeah, kind of like that. So it's a charismatic accent. Yeah, it's not like, whoa, that's a lot right now. Mm. But he's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it kind of works, right? And Richard's like, hello, Miss Kang. Right, uh, I can get to the hotel in 30 minutes. She hangs up and Richard watches her from behind the bush still. But it's fine. It's not creepy. It's Fifty Shades of Grey. Because if Fifty Shades of Grey has taught us anything is that as long as they are rich, tall, and handsome, it is not creepy to be stalking people. Do not try this if you're a short king. Gia hangs up and she turns to Albie. Sorry, I really have to go. Yeah, okay. uh, By any chance, can I get your number? Gia contemplates for like two seconds, but she awkwardly takes his phone and saves her number and then walks off to grab a taxi. And I can't tell if she's more confused by LB or Richard calling her out on the weekend. Like she's thinking this has never happened in the past before. In version one of her life, Richard has never asked her to work on the weekend. So why is there a glitch now? It doesn't make sense. The taxi arrives at the hotel and she rushes out and Richard is waiting for her in the lobby, full suit, full glasses. I'm sorry I'm late. He starts speed walking and she's still in her like long flowy white dress and heels like full work mode though. Richard's like, you're not late. Thanks for coming. There's a showcase going on right now. It's a proposal that's going to shift marketing experiences online. It'll change our advertising strategy completely. Oh, that's bold. Which means online marketing must increase, but the group is conservative and says it's too early to invest. Well, how can I help? Just support my opinion. They walk into the hotel conference room and there's like a bunch of projectors all around the room playing music videos or something. Gia looks impressed. She's thinking to herself, it's Nerd TV. I mean, I can't believe it. It will be a platform that's used by everybody within like 10 years. And she's like, wow, this is um, this is great. Richard is also agreeing like, yeah, I think this is going to be very successful. And he stops smiling when a middle-aged man in a suit and his three assistants walk up towards them. This is the marketing director. So Richard is the general manager. This is a step above Richard, the marketing director. And it's clear that Richard does not like this guy, but he remains professional. This man looks like the type of guy to go to a restaurant and complain about the Caesar salad, but he didn't even fucking order the Caesar salad. So he's just there to complain, okay? But it's like a Michelin star restaurant, though. So he looks like he's got some money. He walks up. Richard, you're here. Sorry I'm late, Mr. Wang. This is assistant manager Gia King. Gia's very intrigued. She remembers in version one of her life, this is UNK's power-tripping mole, Mr. Wang. But right now in this timeline, he still works at the company. Wait, he's who? UNK? 
That's their company that she works for. Oh, power tripping mole. Yeah. So Gia gets a flashback into version one of her life where news is all over South Korea about um, kapjil, which is like when um, a company executives be abusing employees. Yeah. Mm. Mr. Wang was involved in a scandal where he assaulted an airplane crew member. Mr. Wang was filmed smacking a crew member over the head with a rolled up newspaper. And he was saying, do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was spreading through social media, causing such a stir that he was fired. In the present time, Gia can't help but stare at Mr. Wang because she actually never got to meet him when he was working at the company. She only saw the news later because Girly Pop also knows that this man does not come in peace. She's kind of nervous. I mean, it's. Wait, an- I'm so sorry. You said Girly Pop? Yeah, Gia, my Girly Pop. Doesn't come in peace? Like, Girly Pop knows this man does not come in peace. And in the present, Gia can't help but stare at Mr. Wang because Girly Pop knows this man did not come in peace. He's not a peaceful person. She has no idea what's about to happen right now. Hello, uh, it's so interesting to meet... I mean, it's such an honor to meet you, Director Wang. Mr. Wang smirks at Gia, doesn't even acknowledge her, throws his little pamphlet that he was holding behind him. So his assistant is just like scrambling to grab it. Mr. Wang turns to Richard. You know your stuff, Richard. It's smart to hire pretty girls. Makes working more fun, doesn't it? He goes in to shake Gia's hand, but Richard leans forward and shake Mr. Wang's hand instead. And the whole moment is so awkward. And Gia's thinking to herself, I almost forgot. Mr. Wang and manager Kim. Remember manager Kim? The one that's like, let me tell you about woman. The stapler guy that's obsessed with the way that the staples are done. And like, that's uh. the only thing he can do at work. Yeah. So basically they, they rub shoulders at work. They're best buds. They're cut from the same cloth, right? Richard leans down briefly and whispers to Gia. I bet working isn't fun for you here. And Gia smiles at him and they have like this little flirtatious, but still somehow totally workplace appropriate exchange. Meanwhile, back at the high school reunion, that's still going on right now. Stacy is trying to hold her shoulders up after being completely embarrassed by Gia. She was exposed for wearing fake earrings, lying about her position at UNK, lying about dating Michael, who's actually Gia's boyfriend, lying about having dated LB in high school, lying about Gia, forcing her to break up with LB because Gia wanted to get with him. I mean, a lot of stuff has come to light. And the fact that she is somehow still at the reunion cooking up burnt meat. I mean, that tells you everything you need to know about Stacy. So the three bullies, the ones that bullied Gia in high school based off of Stacy's stories, Regina, Regina, whatever, you don't need to know their names, okay? They're staring at her in silence, arms crossed. Stacy starts grilling up a new piece of meat. I told you guys to be nicer to Gia. Yeah, are you really a contract worker for UNK? Who said that? Was it Gia? Yeah, she said that you were still a contract worker and she's an assistant manager. Since we're on it, can we see your card then? Gia's an assistant manager. I saw it on her business card. So what are you, Stacey? Guys, I'm just a staff member. She got promoted quickly and it's going to be my turn. Are you joking me right now? How was she promoted when you got her the job? You told us that you referred her to UNK. Is this really what they're arguing right now? Yeah. as adults? The other girl on the side goes, wait a minute. I was buying you all these meals, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner for your job hunting tips. But you got your job because you were referred by Gia? Aside from that, what was all that stuff about dating Elby, huh? Stacy briefly looks like she's about to crack, but she looks down at the meat and she smiles. Are we still talking about that, guys? That was when we were kids. We're 31 now. Let's just stop. Come on, Hata, you know? 
And Regina's screaming, are you kidding me? You've been playing with us with your lies. <sighs> Is it true that you gave Gia the knockoff earrings? It wasn't that she's copying you. You're the one that gave it to her as a gift. Have you been trying to screw her over? Why would I do that, guys? I'm Gia's friend, remember? So it's true, huh? All of it. It's all your fault Gia was bullied all through high school. You said that she stole LB from you, copied you, and wanted all of your things, wanted your life. You were always whining about Gia. I never told you to bully her. You bullied her on your own. So guys, don't come at me. Stacy slams her hands on the table, stands up, and the whole restaurant is staring at her. She is completely losing her cool. Oh, Stacy, I had no idea that you were this creative. A creative fucking crazy bitch. I'm going to use the restroom and I'll be right back. Stacy's having a whole identity crisis in this restroom. She's taking her anger out on this bathroom sink. She's staring at her reflection in the mirror. When did I ask them to bully her? Why are they blaming me? What a bunch of bitches. She grabs her phone off the counter and starts calling. Other half heart emoji. This is Gia. I don't know what her plan is, but it's not smart. Like she's standing there, phone up to her ear, biting her nails. She's shooting daggers into her own eyes. And I guess usually the plan, or like how it works, is Gia forgives her, comforts Stacy in all types of situations. I mean, maybe they'll even start talking shit about Regina and the other girls. But this time, Gia doesn't pick up. Gia always picks up. Why the hell is she not picking up? Fuck. Why the hell did LB have to show up today out of all days? Stacy storms out of the bathroom and the restaurant is empty. I'm like, the restaurant is on fire. The employees are taking down the high school reunion banners and Stacy has been stood up, not by one person, not by two people, by her entire group of high school best friends. They left without telling her. Oh, what? And you thought Gia's having a better time than Stacy? She's not. She's watching Mr. Wang berate his employees. He grabs his little pamphlet and starts smacking his assistant on the head. You think this is a joke? Why do I pay you? We're so sorry, sir. Still, this is a really good idea. If you just tried visiting the website, what are you talking about? I've went to nerdtv.com. It's full of indecent content. How is that good? The three assistants try to suppress their little smiles. Gia's about to crack a laugh, but she looks at Richard and then glances back. And now she's looking on the ground. Nobody's making eye contact with each other because who's going to call him out on it? Why? Richard tries to explain. It seems the targeting effectiveness does work. It's called an algorithm. AKA, you're getting indecent stuff because your cookies and your computer are really nasty. Ah! Wait, did they tell him that? He basically hinted at it. And Gia tries to soften Richard's blow. That's probably because it was your first time on the site. What did you just say? When I first accessed the site, the show He Was Delicious was on to attract attention at first. The site initially recommends provocative content. And as time passes, it'll recommend content that you're genuinely interested in. It's actually pretty useful. It keeps you from content that you're not interested in. Mr. Wang thinks for a second. Nope. He doesn't like it. Yeah, your job here is to smile like a flower. Know your place and sh shut up. Do you to, to Gia? Yeah. Because she trying to help him ease the situation? Yeah. And he said you should just shut up and look you pretty? Just zip it. Cut the chatter. Too much of this. Okay, not enough of this. Gia is just going to bite her tongue for the rest of the night because that's kind of how work life is in Korea, okay? But Richard steps up in front of her. Her name is Miss Gia Kang, not Ya. 
are you talking about, Richard? I called this promising employee today to hear her opinion. I wonder if Mr. Wang knows that Richard is the grandson of the founder because he kind of backs off. I mean, what I... He looks at Jia. Look, uh, I, it seems Mr. Yu is giving you quite a bit of praise. Mr. Wang's assistants get very excited. No, but really, we've never heard him praise any single employee. Mr. Richard is so hard to approach and doesn't keep anyone close, so this is really high praise. And Richard says, a good incompetent person should be kept close. And everybody's smiling except Mr. Wang. And Mr. Wang turns around. Did you just fucking smile? He's yelling at his assistant. Are you insane? Are you in your right mind or not? And he smacks him again with a newspaper on the top of the head. And um, that's that. Yeah, honestly, I was expecting more from the meeting, but they're already outside the hotel waiting for the car. That's it. That's the meeting. Gia turns to Richard. Thank you for your kind words earlier. I wouldn't have said it if I didn't mean it. Richard's expensive car pulls up. He opens the passenger door. Get in. Oh, no, that's all right. I'm not all right. You didn't have to work on the weekend and hear all that nonsense. It only makes sense that I treat you to a meal. So Gia climbs into Richard's Porsche Panamera bread. <laughs> Panera bread. <laughs> I don't know what car this is, okay? And he's driving one hand on the steering wheel. She keeps sneaking him these little looks. Like, is it like she wants to say something, but she's like, mm, I don't want to say it. And Richard's like, what is it? I just can't believe you feel bad over something like that. Calling me to work on the weekend. I mean, there are people who are terrible to me and they never feel sorry at all. Well, don't get in the habit of getting used to other people's standards. Damn. I learned I don't have to be good to the people who treat me badly. I'll use that energy to be two times nicer to the people that are good to me. That's a good idea. All you need now is to recognize the good ones. <gasps> How did you know? I am a terrible judge of character. I thought I was a good judge of character, but I'm actually really horrendous at it. And what do you think of me? I think you're a good person. Then there's still hope for you. By the way, how was that show he was delicious? Oh, no, no, no. I, I was just saying that earlier to make Mr. Wang feel better. I don't know. It felt very real. Tell me, shall I watch it or not? No, no, no. I swear, I have not seen this show. It sounds like you watched it very intensely, Miss Kang. This is unfair. I mean, I really didn't watch the show. And Gia's phone starts buzzing on her lap and she looks at it. It's Stacy again. She not only decides to decline the call, but she blocks all of Stacy's calls for the next hour. And Richard notices. If you have plans, I can take you there. Oh, uh, no need. Gia's phone buzzes again and she's very busy, but this time it's a text message from LB. Sorry, I said I'd wait, but I'm texting again. Seeing you after all this time, I can't seem to get settled. Gia starts smiling at her phone and Richard glances over and he's like, what is this girl? He's thinking, did she really get rid of her glasses, get prescription contacts just to look at another man? Someone must have said something funny. Oh, it's just a friend. Who? A friend from high school. Um, I went to a high school reunion today and it's just been so long. So we exchanged numbers. You know, it's momentarily nice to see an old friend, but it's all in the past. Yeah, I used to like him a lot. Um, he was my first love. Uh, Richard is trying so hard not to look at her. He's trying to be so chill, but his hands are fidgeting on the steering wheel. His knuckles are getting white. Ah, uh, well, you could be reminded of old feelings when seeing him again, but it's dangerous, you know? So that's why it's best when you should let go of old feelings. Oh, no, 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 it's not like that. I have a boyfriend, remember? 
which Richard looks like he can't decide which one is worse. Gia liking LB or liking Michael. I mean, probably Michael is worse because he kills her. But like, speak of the devil, Gia's phone rings a third time in the car. And this time it's her boyfriend, Michael. She quickly declines the call. And as Richard's car is pulling up to her apartment, she's still staring at her phone. And Richard says, Miss Kang, yes. She looks up and she sees walking in a plaid shirt and a backpack walking towards her apartment is Michael. She immediately presses the button on the side and her seat starts lowering. (laughs) 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 And she's hiding. Richard has immaculate nunchi. Like, read the room, okay? So he keeps driving. He passes by Michael, who's salty. He kicks his feet. So everybody drives a nice car these days. Meanwhile, Richard drives past Gia's apartment. It's hard for people to see inside the car, you know? Once Gia sees that Michael's not in view, she pops up. Her hair is a mess. What? No, it's not that I was hiding from anyone for any reason. Oh, well, I just assumed that you were trying to hide. No, why would I hide? Two seconds later, Gia's back in the trenches because they see Stacy on the sidewalk walking towards her apartment. Gia immediately grabs her jacket, covers her face, and sinks back down into the seat. She's laying horizontally in this man's car right now, and he thinks it's adorable. So they drive past Stacy, who's sitting there in her pink Chanel-inspired outfit looking pouty, like a sad little knockoff Barbie. And she's waiting for Gia to get home, but Michael runs into her. Uh-oh. Are they watching this? No. They just, what are they doing? Making circles in the neighborhood? No, driving away. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I can't breathe. Michael's like, Stacy, what's going on? What are you doing here? Stacy has these huge tears pooling in her eyes. Well, because it's, what is it, Stacy? We don't know what Stacy tells him. I doubt it's the truth, though, okay? So he leads her up to Gia's apartment, and she's just awkwardly standing in the hallway, pouting while he keys in the passcode to get in. Rejected. He tries again. Rejected. He tries again. Huh. Something's weird. The passcode is the day that Gia and I started dating. 0622. I mean, am I wrong? June 22nd? No, that's right. Let me try calling her. She's not going to pick up. Sure enough, Gia ignores his second call. This really isn't like her. Stacy's working up her tears again. She starts sniffling louder and louder. It's, it's okay. I'm just going to keep waiting outside. No, no, Stacy. It's cold outside. And I came to see her too. I can wait with you. Stacy leans back up against the wall and starts crying while putting her hands on her knees and pushing her chest together and basically showing Michael her cleavage. Michael is a simple man Michael C. Boob Michael Comfort Woman He takes off his plaid shirt Wraps it around Stacy Let's go get something warm to drink And we can talk You can tell me what happened And you can stop crying Okay Stacy nods and walks out with Michael. Is Michael going to cheat on Gia already? Like, I don't know yet, right? But Gia, she doesn't give a shit. She does not give a shit. She cares more about the fact that Richard caught her trying to avoid her best friend and her boyfriend, whom all work in the same office, in his team. How is she going to explain everything that's going on? She couldn't go home, so Richard brought her to the river, which sounds kind of shady, but like the ri- the river in Seoul, it literally runs through the middle of the city. So it's very pretty. You go there and you see the other side of the city. You see the city lights. You see it like reflecting on the water. People go there to eat sweet potatoes and ramen and date and ponder life. That's what she's doing. Richard walks up behind her with a coffee. Thank you. 
Since Michael and I are an office couple, I'm sure you're also curious. However, it is my personal life, so I don't feel comfortable explaining. Richard's like, sure. I mean, I'm curious, but don't explain if you don't want to. As long as you're making a good decision for yourself, that's enough for me. I'm sure of my decision. I have figured something out recently, and I've been, you know, I've been conforming my whole life to other people, so I didn't even know who I was. So, did you learn something about yourself? Well, I'm still learning. I'm planning a meal kit proposal. Meal kit? Yeah, for work. Show me when you're done. No, 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 that's okay. No, I will look forward to it. I mean, the sooner the better. If that's the case, then yeah, I guess I can run you through the proposal. What else do you want to do, Gia? Well, I I guess I want to get into interior design. Also, I want to learn about self-defense. Self-defense? Should I teach you? Self-defense? From you? (laughs) What is this reaction? It's just, I don't picture you as the time. What? I was an athlete. I did judo, hapkido, special martial arts, taekwondo, muay thai, kickboxing. I did all of that. I'm going to tell you right now, Richard may look like just another nerdy, rich future CEO, but allegedly his muscles are starting to strain to contain themselves from ripping through his very expensive luxury suits. He wants Gia to know this. And Gia is smiling at him. Just he's aggressively explaining how athletic he is. And he takes off his glasses to wipe his eyes. Not that he's crying. I don't know what he's doing. And Gia's like, oh, I've had this off for a while, but have you considered wearing contacts? Meanwhile, Michael and Stacy are sitting at a local restaurant and Stacy is knocking back shot after shot and Michael's plaid shirt is draped over her shoulders. Don't drink so fast, Stacy. You're going to get drunk. I just don't know how things got this bad and I'm scared that Gia's going to get the wrong idea. Come on, you know that Gia's not the time to do that. It's just that she's been acting so strange and it feels like she's getting distant from me and our relationship just, it's not like that. As Stacy's talking, Michael's rubbing his two brain cells together. He's thinking to himself, wait a fucking minute. She has been acting strange. Oh my God. Is something going on with Richard, our boss? <laughs> no way. Gia likes me. She cares about looks and personality, okay? Yeah, so she likes me, not Richard. He's saying he's hotter? Oh yeah, and got a better personality. Is he though? Is he hotter? Oh, no. Oh, no. I think, like, I don't know if you compared him not in the drama, but in the drama, no. <laughs> so he knocks back another shot, and confident Michael is back. He looks at Stacy. It's because she's been busy, you know? She's one-track-minded. She only can think about one thing at a time. Do you think so? Of course. Everyone knows what type of relationship you have with Gia. Everybody knows how close you two are. Really? Yeah. I'm so glad I met you here. Mr. Park, if I hadn't, I would have gone through such a hard time by myself. Thank you so much. You really are the best. You're the coolest. Michael starts smiling. He looks so proud of himself and he's eating up everything that Stacy is saying. At one point, they both go in to grab a piece of tteokbokki with their chopsticks and their chopsticks clink together. They both look up at each other and the sexual tension is just <laughs> zapping between them. But not towards me, bro. This is the weirdest depiction of sexual tension on screen that I have ever seen in my whole fucking life. And I've seen our wedding video. Like, it's fascinating, okay? Stacy looks like she's ready for his rice Sexual cake. tension in her wedding? video oh yeah <laughs> maybe not <laughs> but stacy looks like she's ready to consume his rice cake anyway ah! speaking of chemistry richard drives gia back home it's here uh thank you so much for the ride 
She gets out. Richard hops out. Shall I walk you to your door? What? Never mind. Uh, Miss Kang, I think we may need to meet as many people as possible before getting married. What? <laughs> um, what? You're a lot more free-spirited than I thought. I wasn't, uh, no, but no, wait, I'm, I'm not free-spirited. Anyway, I don't think that marriage is a must. So you don't want to ever get married, it seems. No, 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 I'm going to get married. What I was trying to say is, I mean, well, okay, so... And the moment gets really awkward and they start laughing because it's really cute. I think they both know what he's trying to say. Basically, don't marry Michael. Like, think about the rest of the people out there before you settle down with Michael. Don't marry him. Uh-uh. You know, but it's cute to see him stumbling like this. Mr. Yu, it's nice to see you smile. And back inside her apartment, Gia gets another call from Stacy. She ignores it and a text message comes in and then another and then another and she's getting bombarded with messages. Wow, it's been so hard to reach you tonight, Gia. The others were so strange at the reunion. I don't know why they were acting like that. I don't know why they acted like that at all. And I knew that you wouldn't come if I told you about the reunion. I just wanted all of us to get along. That's it. Gia texts her back. I don't think this should be done over text or call. Let's talk tomorrow. Gia tosses her phone onto the bed and is about to start getting ready for bed, but another call comes in. Michael. She picks it up. Hello? And it's Stacy. Gia! (gasps) Gia hangs up because why the fuck are they together right now? It's starting already? Like, unbelievable, these two. And another text comes in from Michael. Gia, Stacy is crying right now. It sounds like you two had a misunderstanding. Where are you? Gia rolls her eyes and texts back. I'm glad you're with Stacy. Take care of her and get her home. I have a lot on my mind, so I need time to think. Gia throws her phone onto the side and she plops down on her bed, but it rings again. Like this girl is popular and it's LB. Hello? Hey, uh, I'm not the type to be clingy, but I couldn't help but call you. Sorry, I got home late and I couldn't text back earlier. No, it's okay. Um, I'm, it's not late. I was just, I was feeling impatient. Yeah, it feels kind of weird talking to you like this. You think so? Have we never spoken on the phone before? No, you told me never to talk to you. Never mind. What is it? No, actually, no. Let's not talk about that. No, it's just in the past. Remember in high school, you told me to never talk to you again? And we get a flashback to them in high school where Gia and Stacy are walking past LB and Gia's like fidgeting with her hair because she clearly is so nervous to walk past the guy that she's got a giant crush on and she's too shy to say anything. But as they pass each other, LB turns around and says, yeah, Gia, what did I ever do to you? Regardless, you shouldn't be like that. Don't ever talk to me ever again. Gia's so taken aback. She doesn't even try to ask him to clarify. She's sad and confused and she turns to Stacy. What's wrong with him? I didn't even say anything. Sorry, Gia. I told him that you had feelings for him. Wow. He's really that insulted because I like him? What a despicable thing. Back in the present, LB is trying to sheeplessly explain. I said that because you rejected me. What? I rejected you? Yeah, and I still have the letter. Letter? Yeah, your response. I wanted to throw it away, but I couldn't. Wait, 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 let me get this straight. So you asked me out through a letter and I rejected you through a letter? I'm sorry, Gia, did you already forget? I worked so hard to write that letter, you know? I stayed up all night. Elby, should we meet up? And can you bring that letter? 
So the next day at work, Stacy is sitting at her cubicle with a giant bow in her hair and a cute little outfit waiting for Gia so that she can bombard her with questions and a sprinkle of gaslighting and manipulation. But Gia steps into the office in stilettos, a pencil skirt, a blouse. No one at work has seen her since her makeover where she went from this stereotypical nerdy girl with glasses to stereotypically hot girl with contacts. She got a haircut and got contacts and that's her makeover, guys, okay? And some new clothes. When she enters the office, everybody's eyes are bulging out of their skulls. Is that Miss Kang? Is that Miss Kang? She looks like a fucking celebrity. Is it a... Miss Kang, is it a special day? No, not really. Gia walks to her cubicle and Miss Yang is sitting down next to her at her desk. Wow, you look so pretty. Actually, I went shopping with Hannah on Saturday and so while I was at it, I got a few more things. Good job. Hannah looks so proud, right? You look amazing. And Stacy is slowly walking up behind Gia, trying to do her whole injured bird face again. And she's holding her hands together. Gia. But Michael comes running over, pushes Stacy to the side, rushes up to Gia. Move, move, move. Babe, are you really my girlfriend? You look so different. Oh, uh, I wanted to surprise you, honey. Oh, you did surprise me. He tries to put his hands around her waist, but Gia backs all the way up. He tries to grab her face, but she flinches and smiles politely. Babe, you look like you look like someone else without your glasses. So pretty. Hannah's looking. Is he that creepy? Yeah, Hannah's looking at Michael like you talk as if you've never seen her without glasses. <laughs> hey, 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 hey! You really think this is my first time? Of course, I've seen her without glasses. She just looks so, so new, so fresh right now. <laughs> But right at that moment, Gia is leaning away from Michael at her desk while he keeps trying to touch her face and the whole office goes quiet again because in comes Richard in contacts, no glasses. And everyone's is like- Is he another transformation? Who's that hottie? No! Yeah. Is it really like you take off your glasses all of a sudden the whole world goes silent? Yeah, take off your glasses right now. Okay. Guys, I'm wearing glasses, but not for long. <laughs> I should drink my water and then the water just starts dribbling down and I'm still pouring the water down my shirt as I'm staring at you in shock. Okay. Everything is in slow motion. Richard is walking into his office when he sees Gia smiling at Michael and it's probably an awkward smile, but he's so mesmerized and also worried that she's smiling at Michael. And he steps forward, just staring at Gia and slams directly into a desk with instant rice packages on there and all the instant rice falls over. Everybody's staring at him. He puts his hands up. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, everybody. But as he backs up, he bumps into an employee coming out of the break room and the employee falls to the ground. Sorry, 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 sorry. Everybody's quiet. Stacy gets to work. She immediately squats down right in front of Richard. She's picking up the instant rice. I'll clean it up, Mr. Yu. <laughs> he doesn't even glance at her. She's nothing to him. His eyes are fixated on Gia. Yeah, okay, great. What? She's like on the ground like, what? Richard walks straight up to Gia. Your outfit doesn't seem suitable for work today. Excuse me? Hannah staring at Richard. It's very suitable for work, so why the sudden criticism, Mr. Yu? Richard realizes what's going on. Uh, um, I guess what I meant, uh, I must have felt that way because I haven't seen her without her glasses, is what I meant. Wait, why did Richard do that? Because, you know, he's getting protective. He's like, he doesn't want everyone staring at her because that's his girl in his mind. Okay. Yep, and then Gia's just comically but he's not saying it in a toxic way he's not like you can't wear that it's more like 
I don't think you should wear that. What is she wearing? Like an office outfit. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and then Gia's like, "You saw it yesterday." No, everybody's staring at the both of them back and forth, especially Michael. You saw him yesterday. What? 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 That was the weekend, and this is the first time at work I'm seeing you without your glasses. What? What? What, did, what are they talking about? <laughs> now that you mention it, I see that you're wearing contacts too, Mister Yu. Mrs. Yang leans over, looks at Richard. She's right. You look much better, sir. Hannah, for some reason, looks like she wants to gag, and Stacy runs up behind Richard. <gasps> That's why you look somewhat different today, Mr. You. You look so... Richard puts up his hand. Stops Stacy from talking. Almost puts up his finger like, shh. And just walks off. <laughs> just walks off Dang. into his office. And the whole office is a mess right now. But Michael is out here asking the most important question that he knows. He turns to Gia. Did you two get contacts together? Like, did you guys go to the optical store and get contacts? Like, he, he thinks they ran into each other at the... No, he thinks they went to go get contacts together. Oh, <laughs> and that bothers him. Yeah. What are you talking about? Go to your desk, Michael. You know, whenever we talk about these stories where there's an alpha daddy werewolf whose sole obsession is protecting a girl, and I always wonder, like, how realistic is that? Like, if I were Gia, I'm sure I would feel safer walking around at night if I knew that there was an eight-foot-tall Taekwondo champion that was constantly stalking me, watching me. I mean... Actually, that's kind of creepy. But the sad fact is that most of us don't have that. I do. Where's my werewolf daddy? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Richard daddy or not, I highly recommend using Simply Safe Home Security. It is an advanced security system that protects every inch of your home. If your local billionaire love interest is not there to monitor your house, then Simply Safe will be. If your local alpha werewolf isn't there to sense danger in your home, then Simply Safe's advanced motion sensors will. Simply Safe offers everything you need, HD indoor and outdoor cameras plus advanced motion sensors to protect entryways and rooms. And when we think of home safety, we use usually think home invasion but there are so many different mishaps and disasters that can endanger your home that is why simply safe will also equip your house with sensors to detect fires and flooding i mean listen i'm a very anxious person you guys know that and i used to not be able to go to sleep until i checked every single flammable device in this house i still i unplug most outlets and i just sleep so much easier now with simply safe i don't have to go around the house unplugging everything because simply safe has a team of professionals monitoring my home security 24 7 you you can purchase this around-the-clock professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day to help you sleep at night. I feel comfortable trusting Simply Safe because the experts trust Simply Safe. It was named Best Home Security Systems of 2023 by the U.S. News and World Report. Simply Safe is incredibly easy to set up on your own without any special tools or knowledge. But in case that you don't have time or you don't want to do it yourself or you want to make sure that it's done right, then Simply Safe will send you a professional to install the system for you. And the best part is they have a 60-day risk-free trial. So so after 60 days, if you decide Simply Safe is not as reliable as your local rich CEO that's obsessed with you, then Simply Safe will give you a full refund and cover the cost of return shipping. So order now to get 20% off any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash baking. That's simplysafe.com slash baking. There is no safe like Simply Safe. During lunch break, Michael goes up to the rooftop where there's a huge group of office workers gathered and they start clapping when Michael gets up there. They're congratulating him on having a hot girlfriend. Excuse me, HR? Mr. Park, good for you. We were just talking about Miss Kang. You really have a great eye. Who knew Miss Kang was that beautiful? Michael's trying to be slick with it. You probably didn't know, but she's always been that pretty. 
Yeah, well, you'll need a good defense then. What are you talking about? Just because there's a goalkeeper doesn't mean a goal can't be made. Look at Jared. Have you heard Jared all day talking about Miss Kang in the break room? Hey, come on. No, the ball wouldn't like that. The ball is crazy about me. The ball? Like goalkeeper. She's the ball, I guess. Oh. Yeah. He's like, wait a damn minute, though. She's not that crazy about him. So he buys two iced coffees, picks up a cute table on the terrace and calls Gia over for a quick coffee break. Over here, Gia. What's going on? Uh, I have a meeting outside. It'll just take a second. You'll be fine. Here, this coffee's for you. Drink it. Thanks. Did you rest up? How do you feel? Sorry about Friday. Because remember, he, you know, took off his towel on Friday. Do you feel better after the reunion? Gia doesn't really respond, so he inches closer to her. By the way, you said that you met up with Richard yesterday. Why? How? When? Ah, that. Gia feels bad, but she throws Richard under the bus. Something urgent came up, and he called me out to work. I left my school reunion because of it. What an asshole. How could he do that? I think Richard likes you. No, it's not like that. Yes, it is. I know it. As a man, it's like an antenna for males. No matter how urgent, why would he call you? Just this morning, he went on about your outfit being unsuitable for work. You're so pretty that it made him crazy. What a fucking asshole. He grabs Gia's hand. By the way, you do look really pretty today. You're so pretty, it makes me angry that other jerks are looking at you. I should be the only one looking at you. You're mine, right? You're mine, right? And Michael's like, that's the one. That's the line. Seal the deal. He's like, she's probably soaking the chair at this point. He looks at her hair. (sighs) Wait, you have something in your hair. And he leans in, starts running his hand through her hair. And he's about to go in for the kiss. And Gia's fight or flight kicks in. And she chucks her iced coffee over his crotch. Ah, what the fuck? Gia's pretending to care. Oh, no, what do we do? What do we do? I'm so sorry. Go to the restroom. Hurry and go to the restroom. It's seeping through my underwear. Go to the restroom. Michael runs off and Gia dodged a bullet. She starts walking back to the building to get back to work. But she runs into Stacy. Gia. Stacy asked to talk in the break room and it's super awkward. Gia's standing there, not even looking at her, not even trying to entertain her. You didn't take it the wrong way, did you? I mean, I didn't know why they said that. They're so immature. I mean, it was 10 years ago. Gia finally looks up at Stacy and there's tears in Stacy's eyes. And she just thinks, how could I not have trusted her? If I hadn't seen how this all ends, could I be able to see the signs right now? Because she looks genuinely sad. I could have made a mistake, but you know, I get confused easily sometimes. Gia's glaring at Stacy, studying her, and then she suddenly smiles. Yeah, and I was mad yesterday, but it, it did seem strange. There was no reason for you to lie about dating Albie and say that I told you to dump him. Unless you wanted me to look like a bad person, but only a crazy fucking bitch would do that. Right. I wouldn't do something like that. Regina and her friends always picked on me for the strangest thing. They must have now chosen to pick on you. Stacy smiles and nods. Mm, I think so. I'm not going to let it slide this time, though. We're not in high school anymore. So I'm going to meet up with LB and I'm going to ask him what really happened. Oh, you're going to go see him? Yeah, he gave me his number. He wants to meet up. Don't worry, my other half. This time, I'm really not going to let it slide. Okay, but don't you think Michael wouldn't like it if you met up with another guy? Oh, my Michael's not like that. He wants me to feel at ease. Also, his stocks went through the roof and he's been making a ton of money, so he's in a good mood. Listen, Gia knows how to get Stacy into Michael because Stacy suddenly looks more interested, but she quickly tries to look disinterested again and she's casually pouring herself a cup of tea. Ah, 
Stocks. His his stocks did really well. Yeah, he said to look forward to our newlywed house. He's gonna buy me a house. <laughs> Stacy's eye twitches. Lucky you. A few hours later, everybody finishes work and the girlies are lining up in front of the elevator to leave the office building. There's Gia, Hannah, Mrs. Yang, and Stacy. Stacy is clinging to Gia. We haven't left work in time in ages, right, Gia? It's an awkward moment because remember, Gia told her not to call her by her name. So Gia doesn't even look at her because what? Gia is her senior at work. So she uh, shouldn't be saying like Gia this, Gia that. You're not I supposed see. to talk to your seniors at work like that. So Gia doesn't even acknowledge her, doesn't even entertain this. She doesn't respond. And now Stacy, she's already in the hot seat. She switches up her tone. Right, Miss King? To celebrate, does anybody want to grab some chicken? Mrs. Yang is like, I have to go pick up my kid. Gia's like, I'm meeting a client. And Hannah goes, oh, I can't. But Stacy doesn't even look at her. She rants to Gia. Seriously, you deserve some sort of incentive, Gia. You do all the work on your own. Gia doesn't respond. She's over it. The elevator opens. They all pile in. It's jam-packed. But before the doors close, Richard walks up and sees how crowded it is. He's about to let it go, but he sees Gia. So he steps inside. Mm. And he hears everybody talking to Gia. That hair looks so good on you, Gia. I mean, everybody was talking about it today. Saying how they were all jealous of Michael. Stop it. Some random coworker turns around. Miss Kang, you and Mr. Park make such a great couple. I'm so jealous. Gia doesn't respond at all. But when they all exit, Richard says, Gia, could I talk to you for a moment? Sure. Everybody briefly stops because why is Richard talking to Gia? But they just assume it's work related. So they keep walking. Why did you dress like that for work today? Oh, do I really look that strange? No, it, it's not that. Never mind. I shouldn't have said that. He's about to walk off, but he turns back around. I wore my contacts today after um, what you said last night. So I was wondering if you dress like this because of someone or something. It makes me feel good. I dressed up for the first time like this and people started treating me differently because I dressed up like this. Wouldn't it be wrong for others to treat you differently over how you're dressed? Yeah, you're right, but there are people who do that. And I think this is the right way to deal with those types of people. From now on, I'm not going to foolishly stick to my ways of thinking anymore for my own sake. So for your own sake. Yeah. So Richard smiles. So he's like totally okay with the way that she's dressing as long as she's doing it for herself. I think he was stressed that she was doing it for Michael because it seems like he knows what's going to happen with Michael. Mm. Yeah. What's going on? I'm so confused. Is, is he from Future too? We're about to find out. And Gia's just watching Richard smile and she says, I like it when you smile. I hope you smile more often. Also, um, I'm not an expert on this either, but I think it would be better if you change your style a little bit as well. That's what I recommend. Okay, bye now. <laughs> What's wrong with his style? <laughs> it's like he wears suits, but he looks like an accountant. So I'm sure they're nice, expensive suits, but they're not like the sexy, well-fitted, bespoke, Ooh. tailored, three-piece, pocket square, handkerchief, tie and everything, cuff links. Like, you know, you know a suit when they come home and they start doing this shit and you're like, that is hot. Or, you know, the suit that's like, oh, he's wearing a suit. Like... He's just wearing a suit. Mm. He's not wearing like a that suit yet. Bruh. So is he gonna change his suit now? <laughs> is he gonna get like a fitted, tailored? Which also, side note, like it's kind of crazy that she's just sitting here roasting her boss that she knows is the grandson of the CEO. Like she's just like, yeah, you need to fix your whole fucking face in your outfits. Bye. <laughs> like, and tomorrow he's gonna pop in and like pop yes. a collar, and then the chest hair is gonna be peeking out. <laughs> Tickling her chins. <laughs> <laughs> so a 
immediately he takes out his phone when she walks away. I'm presuming, I'm assuming that he's calling like a stylist. So after Gia's meeting, she's waiting at the bus stop daydreaming about Richard and she's kind of slowly falling for him. But Gia hears Hannah's voice. She's screaming. Gia looks around and behind her is the authentique store. Remember the jewelry place? And Hannah's running out with a bag in her hand. She bought jewelry and she's jumping up and down, kissing her bag. And Gia's watching. She's smiling. I mean, she really likes Hannah. And Hannah's screaming, it's mine. It's mine. Yes. Uh -uh. Is that Hannah? What is she doing? Hannah. Before Hannah notices Gia, a guy runs out and grabs Hannah. He's got 10 shopping bags and it's Richard. What are you doing? I'm happy. I'm so happy, 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 happy. Okay, I get that you're happy, but please stop. You're embarrassing me. Thank you so much. I will not forget your kindness for buying me this limited edition piece. I would be thankful if you calm down. Please, come on. Richard grabs Hannah, puts his arm around her, and covers her mouth with one hand, almost in a playful way. Like, you don't do that to your mm. subordinate. Mm. And they walk off together. Uh, and Gia seems really disappointed. Gia's like, man, this dude just sleeping with all the employees, right? And it all clicks. In her past life or the future or whatever, there was a scandal about Mr. Kim. And um, manager Kim had reported an inappropriate relationship between Hannah and um, and Richard. So it kind of all makes sense. And she's like, I was so dumb. I keep bumping into Richard because of my friendship with Hannah. And I didn't even realize Richard and Hannah are dating. Richard and Hannah are sitting in a mansion on the same couch across from an older man. The CEO of UNK, Richard's grandpa. But also Hannah's grandpa. <laughs> Hannah's telling her grandpa, the successor of UNK really does get treated differently. I always had to wait in lines, grandpa, but he went straight to the VVIP room. And then he, they were like, what do you want? And then he was like, give her everything she wants. That's what he said, grandpa. Hannah, is that why you're so happy today? I haven't been this happy in ages. And he acted like he's not super into luxurious brands. And it was so cool, Grandpa. I always want to buy things. And I asked him to buy me all these clothes, bags, and shoes that I wanted. Clothes, bags, shoes, coats, everything. Because it's his credit card. He bought me everything. And it was so cool. Wait, what exactly happened? So the brother took sister to the shop and he was VVIP and he just yeah. bought everything she wanted? I think that she helped him with his makeover. And in ah. return, he bought her a bunch of shit. Ah. Richard is over his sister. She's really laying on the sweetness thick for their grandpa. You know what's going on? Yeah. They need to stop role-playing an average job in the same freaking office, yeah. playing boss and employees. and. But that do be what Samsung did, no? Yeah. But like this whole brother-sister in the same office yeah. is like a lot. Like they're all just like fake acting. Like they couldn't get different departments. Like yeah. they both had to be in the same department. Exactly. Yeah. It's weird. And she's laying on the egg real thick. And when the driver brings the car up to the front, because why does someone need a valet in their own home? Hannah turns to Richard while holding their grandpa's hand, cozying up to him. Opa, you're going to give me a ride home, right? It's in the opposite direction, Hannah. Grandpa scolds him. Richard, what are you saying? Of course you're going to be taking your sister. It's late. Are you going to make her go home alone? Richard doesn't even respond and Hannah's already kissed their grandpa goodbye and hopped into Richard's car. Richard bows goodbye to his grandpa, gets in his car, drives off, and grandpa is smiling right up until they drive off and he turns to his assistant. Did you find out about that girl that I asked? Because remember, Richard confessed that he had a girl, so he didn't want to be in an arranged marriage. Mm. 
After dropping off Hannah, Richard goes to the martial arts studio to blow off some steam, but um, also probably to brush up on his skills because Gia briefly mentioned that she wanted to learn self-defense. But he's out here on the mats with his best friend, a guy named Sam. He's also um, the guy that posed as the chicken shop delivery driver. Remember? No. Uh, Michael was in that teeny tiny little towel and then he took it off to reveal his teeny tiny body parts and then he was trying to essay Gia basically and then a chicken delivery driver was like oh did you order the cider and then he was like what the uh-huh. f- are you doing yeah yeah that, that was Sam that was uh-huh. Sam so Sam is uh getting flipped around on the mats like flipped over holding his neck on the ground on his back sweating face red and Richard is mumbling to himself if I'm trying to train a woman judo would probably be the best a guy rushes up to Sam cradling his neck like a little baby wait all of this so that you can teach a woman self-defense Sam gets up out that hurts let go Richard doesn't even look at Sam Good job, everyone. Good day. And he walks off. He's doing all of this. He's giving his best friends a concussion so that he can teach a girl self-defense. So Richard goes home. He hops in the shower and the camera pans down from his washing the shampoo out of his hair dramatically with both of his hands. And the camera pans down. Not all the way down. Don't be disgusting, okay? It's a drama. The camera pans down onto his chest. And there's a heart-shaped tattoo. Like the one that Gia's dad would draw on her allowance. It almost looks like a cute little scribbled pen heart, but it's obviously not done by pen because it's not smearing or coming out in the shower. Oh my God. Richard is her dad. Oh no. (laughs) No. Richard is her allowance from her dad. Richard is an allowance? You know how her dad would give her allowance to make yeah. sure she's safe and draw yeah. a heart on it? Yeah. Basically, her dad sent him back to, to take care of her, it seems. Ah, what is going on? Richard gets out of the th- shower, throws on a robe, and walks out into his penthouse apartment overlooking the river and the city. He walks over to his kitchen. He's talking to his orange cat. It's a one-sided conversation. The cat doesn't actually talk back, at least not in this show. I didn't know it'd be this hard. I mean, I can't be honest with Gia, and it's complicating things. What would you have done? He grabs his whiskey, walks over to the couch. You know, the cat's rolling around on the couch, meowing. Great answer. Maybe I should tell Gia that Michael's going to cheat on her with Stacy and then hurt her. No, if I say that, then I can't avoid telling her that I'm also living my second life. And she's not going to believe me. Even I can't believe it. I haven't figured everything out yet. And Richard thinks back to his past life, future, I don't know, April 2023, Gia's funeral. He's an all black bowing at her altar. And in Korea, the deceased family members are standing next to the altar. So he goes to bow to Michael because that's what you do. It's a sign of respect. They both lean down, but the door to the funeral slams open. Police storm in. Michael Park, you're under arrest for the murder of Gia Kang. In the outside funeral room, Stacy is sitting with the rest of the high school bullies. Stacy Jung, please come with us. Excuse me? What's going on? Why are you doing this? What, what are you, what's going on? Let me go. Michael tries to escape, run, but the police tackle him to the ground, grab his hands behind his back, and start handcuffing him. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. Murder? What do you mean I'm being charged with murder? I didn't kill anybody. It was an accident. She was going to die anyway. Whatever you have to say, save it for the station. Stacey's also being dragged out and she's screaming and they tell her Stacey Jung is being arrested as an accomplice to Gia's murder. Me? Why? It wasn't me. I didn't do it. Let me go. 
This is all going down in front of Richard and all the other funeral attendees. And when the chaos settles, Richard sits down in the funeral home. He looks like whatever happened in this 2023 timeline, he's been fucking going through it, okay? He's clutching his poor little plastic cup. He's downing soju. He's staring at the wall. And behind him, the mean girls from high school reunion are gossiping. What's going on? So Stacy was having an affair with Gia's husband? That is unbelievable. If that's true, where did she get the nerve to suddenly ask us to come here? Honestly, I came because I felt bad. When was that? Like 10 years ago, we had that reunion at Kosarjong. We ganged up on her and I felt bad about it. You're right. Wait, do you really think Gia told LB to dump Stacy back in high school? So this ah. is how Richard knows about the reunion. And of course, LB shows up at that moment, which is how Richard recognizes him later on. So he's not a complete stalker. He's a hero. LB walks in, overhearing what the girls are talking about. Wait, what did you guys just say? LB, what are you doing here? Don't get me started. Okay, your ex, Stacy, and Gia's husband. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 my ex? I never dated Stacy. Wait, what? Are you sure? You guys never dated in high school? After hearing all of this, Richard puts all the pieces together and realizes that Gia was manipulated by her best friend for most of her life until Stacy finally stole her man and then killed her. Not that there was much to steal, but still. He said, there wasn't much to say about what I heard regarding Gia's life. After that, though, I started regretting everything. And I'm like, regretting what? Yeah. Richard takes another shot of soju and starts driving home a bit recklessly. And an orange cat, like the one that he has in his apartment, jumps out onto the road. He swerves to avoid killing the cat. But now his car is on the wrong lane and there's a semi-truck headed straight for him. So he swerves again and his car hits one of those like road medians. His car flips over very realistically, like 30 times in the air, just somersaulting that bitch like Olympian gymnast. And now we can assume that he died, just like Gia. His death took 20 spins in a BMW up in the air, like velocity max. Gia just landed on a coffee table. I don't know, okay? And for some reason, he wakes back up in his bed 10 years in the past, April 2013, around the same time that Gia comes back. And when he wakes up, he notices a small little heart tattoo on his chest. Oh, yeah. But why? What do he and Gia have in common other than that he was her manager at one point and it doesn't even necessarily seem like they got along well or at least she doesn't even remember talking to him like he was not really a big part of her life in any way. But he wakes up 10 years later and this is around the same time that Gia starts reliving her life. We're about to find out why. We get a jump back to 2005. Now, our detective girlies in the comments are going to remember that there was a scene where Gia mentioned how she quit drinking at one point because she had a drunken mistake. Like she maybe might have cheated on her college boyfriend because she got drunk. That's what she said to Hannah. That was kind of like the vibe that she was giving. And um, now we're back to that day. So Richard is out and his friends are celebrating like his 100 days of service. I don't know if they're talking about the military service or something. They're like cheering for him out in the just like the dirty alleyway of like a bar hopping scene. And they're pouring beer on him. Like they're shaking up the beer, exploding it on the street. People are staring at them like, Jesus fucking Christ, you're making a mess. Richard looks like he's not having a blast. He looks really stressed out. What, did you sign up for manual labor instead of the military? What's with your face? Haven't you heard of sunscreen? It was invented before you joined the military. Which is a colorist joke. Gotta love Korea, yeah. So, oh my God. yeah, Richard rolls his eyes and pretends to kick his friend and start, everybody starts laughing. Guys, what should we eat now? One of the friends is asking. Let's go get some soju. 
let's go. So they're all laughing and they start walking in one of the in a direction. And one of them screams, come to ya. There's this girl standing in the middle of the alleyway, hair in her face. She looks like the girl from the ring, the ghost, just standing there, head tilted to one side, staring at them. It's young Gia. Oh, come to ya, Jesus Christ. What's with this girl? The friends start walking past her, but it's clear that she's super, super drunk. Richard is about to walk off too. He's maybe like three steps away when he hears two disgusting guys on the street, stranger saying, is she alone? We should take her home. She's begging for it at this point. I mean, if she's begging, ignoring her would not be polite, right? Absolutely. Taking her home would be the chivalrous thing to do. Richard clenches his jaw. I mean, how do you in good conscience leave this girl? He turns around and stands in front of Gia. And they don't know each other yet, by the way. They don't work together yet. Neither of them have started working at UNK. They're both in college. Gia probably won't even remember any of this. Her cheeks are red. She's wobbling around, bumping into Richard, bonking her forehead on him. Are you okay? Oh, I think I ran into a pole. Sorry. Are you okay? Are you alone? Are you with anyone? I am alone. I am completely alone. Seriously alone. My dad passed away on March 2nd. So yeah, I'm alone. Also, my boyfriend and I broke up. So seriously alone. What about a friend? I'm sure you have a friend. Wait, where's those two douchebags? They left? Yeah, because they were like, damn it. Another oh. guy's taking her home. Oh. We lost our chance. Oh my gosh. A, fr- a friend? She leans in closer to him. A friend? People don't like me. I think I'm a bit of a loser. So I don't have friends. She's so drunk to the point that she's like nearly blacking out. At one point, she even falls into Richard's chest, ready to pass out. But she manages to regain consciousness. But her glasses drop onto the sidewalk. She steps on them completely, just like crunching them into bits. I smell alcohol. She starts aggressively sniffing Richard's chest as if the alcohol isn't obviously coming from her. But also he is covered in beer. It smells really good. And she starts stumbling, leaning in closer, sniffing his entire upper body like a dog. And then she bites his shoulder. Ah! Richard is keeping his cool, but it's really alarming. Because, like, imagine a stranger is just biting your shoulder. But he also kind of feels bad for the girl. Because, obviously, she's going through it. He so, kind of likes it. Yeah. <laughs> so he gently pulls her off so that she's no longer gums deep into the collar of his shirt. Richard can't take her home because that's weird. He can't take her to his house because that's weird. He can't take her to a hotel because that's weird. So he just ends up taking her to a local park and she's got a can of beer in her hand and she's putting it this close, literally right up to her eyes because she doesn't have her glasses and she's trying to read the label. What do you want to know so badly about the beer? I want to know if this is beer or soju. A really bad, terrible vision. You can tell that that's beer, even with your eyes shut. If you can't tell that, then you probably shouldn't drink anymore. He tries to take the beer from her, but she snatches it back, almost bonking her head onto the grass. But I paid for this beer. Doesn't your forehead hurt? No, not really. But I'm allowed to drink tonight. Then you should drink at home at your place. You want me to drink alone? I'm already alone all the time as it is. My dad passed away three months ago, March 2nd. I know, and your boyfriend broke up with you. Do you have any other family? Where's your mom? Do you have siblings? I don't have siblings. My mom left the house 3,193 days ago. I was in middle school. I also have friends. No one likes you, so you have no friends. (gasps) How did you know? (laughs) My God, are you like a fortune teller? 
Richard looks down at his Coke bottle. He opens the can and passes it to Gia. Here's your beer. Thank you. She takes a big chuck of Coca-Cola. Beer really is the best, you know? Actually, I do have this one friend, but I can never really reach her when I need her the most. Maybe she's busy. I know. We have such bad timing. I'm sure she wants to be here with me, too. I'm sure she's sad that she can't be here tonight. But actually, now that I think about it, if I was with Stacy on a day like this, I think I would just feel worse. I'd feel like a loser. You know, my boyfriend suddenly started getting busier, and he said that he was always tired, too tired to hang out. And then my dad passed away. He didn't even come comfort me. And that's when it hit me. And still, I pretended like I didn't know for three months because, you know, being alone is sadder than anything. But I noticed that he's been smiling at Stacy a lot, which felt natural because Stacy's nice, pretty, and cute. Also, she's my only friend. You know that feeling? Stacy's nice, pretty, and cute. But when I'm next to her, I just feel so shitty, like a big loser. If that's how she makes you feel, then you shouldn't be her friend. Who cares if she's good or bad? You're uncomfortable. Isn't she bad for you then? Then you must not know what it means to not have a family, sir. Have you ever been on a boat? After my dad died, it feels like I'm on a boat every day. My feet are firmly planted, but the boat keeps rocking and I just feel anxious and I just want something stable. I just want to be on land and Stacy is the only one that can be my land. I really only have her, but I guess that's because I'm a loser. Okay, the end. That's my life story. I guess that makes me a loser too. My mom passed away 15 years ago, exactly 5,328 days ago. After some time, I got a stepmother and a younger sister. They're good people, but I feel strange. I don't like it. Wow. You really are a loser. Richard's looking at her like, excuse me? I should get a grip. The real loser is sitting right here in front of me. I mean, what happened to your mom is sad. But the fact that your dad could start over is a good thing, no? My dad should have done that. If he did, maybe he wouldn't have died. My dad was able to start over, but he also died. They both sit in silence for a second before Gia picks up her beer can and Coke and punches it up to Richard's can. Cheers! Their hands touch. Wow, you're so warm. And she starts like caressing his hand, not in like a flirtatious way, but like she's cold and wants a heat source kind of way. And he, being the polite king that he is, just kind of pushes her aside. Let's just say we're both not losers. Still, you're right about one thing. My dad was very happy before he died. And your dad left you with a new family, so congratulations. Congrats on being able to have a good friend. Congrats. So they clink drinks again, and at some point the two of them fall asleep because they wake up in the grass the next morning, and Gia has Richard's jacket on her so that she can stay warm. Which, side note, Richard wakes up in the middle of the night to pull the jacket closer to her chin so that she stays warm, and he's just staring at her. The man's fallen in love, but when he wakes up, she's gone. He never got her name, her number, nothing. And he looks genuinely upset. All that's left in the grass is his jacket. The next day, he goes to the university gym where he's fighting Sam on the martial arts mat. So they've been friends for a really long time. He's slamming Sam down and their third friend, Fred. It's like the three musketeers, okay? So you got Richard, Sam, and Fred. And Richard wins again. Sam, a reserve for the national team, a martial arts champion that has been beaten by an ordinary economic student. Are you not embarrassed by yourself, Sam? Sam is on the ground panting. Why? Why do you have to do it like this, Richard? You're a fucking civilian, not a pro athlete. Calm the fuck down. And you're a soldier. Let's take 10 and go at it again. 
You want to go again? Why did you even major in economics? I don't get it. Richard leaves the gym to get some fresh air when he hears a familiar voice. It sounds like the drunk girl from last night. And he follows the voice and behind a wall, she's squatting down talking to the ground. And it, it looks like she's talking to a small orange kitten. She feeds that cat every day. I woke up and I was snoring beside this unpleasant looking just old man in Ajashi. And I was so surprised. Oh, I hope he doesn't go to our school. That'd be so embarrassing. And you know, and I hate that. But you know... Why did I get so drunk? I need to get a grip. I'm 23. This Is this my life? I need to grow up. Richard's talking to himself. Wait, she goes to the school? Richard briefly opens his mouth to say something, but for some reason he decides against it and Gia has no idea that he goes to the school or that he's even hearing her talking to this cat. So at the end of the school day, Richard and his friends are leaving and his friends are talking about sports, but Richard cannot stop thinking about it. I woke up. Besides, I was snoring. Besides an unpleasant looking Adushi. He turns around. Guys, am I an unpleasant looking Adushi? Which part do you mean? The unpleasant looking part or the old man part? Yeah, do you want us to recommend a sunscreen for you? It's never too late. Richard rolls his eyes and tries to smile. What about now? His friends are looking at each other like, what the fork is wrong with this guy? Yeah, that's good. That's really good. You look really pretty. Okay, let's go eat. As the semester passes, Richard continues to stalk Gia, basically, and she never sees him. And if she does, she doesn't even recognize him from that night. She was so drunk, she has no idea who that guy looks like. But he always watches her feed that stray kitten every single day. He even tries feeding the kitten himself, but that kitten doesn't like anybody like he likes Gia. So he has to start slowly, very far away. Otherwise, that kitty will attack. And then the seasons start changing. It starts snowing. So Richard is out there building up this tiny little wood shed for the kitten to stay in. And uh, when he comes back to the kitten shed he notices that Gia had put in like all these kitten beds and kitten toys in there and it's like kind of really cute yeah it's like a whole thing what is going on so he's been like following her for years yes but she has no clue no and then the years have passed and it's 2011 now so two years before they're brought back to the real world and Richard was just promoted as the general manager of the marketing team and um he gets introduced to everybody on the team so manager Kim is introducing him and this is Gia Kim uh, she's a Korea University alumni. Her name is Gia. And Richard is too shocked because this is Gia Kim, but she doesn't remember him. As of um, today, Mr. Richard will be our general manager, everybody. Gia graduated from Korea University, but she slacks in her work. Yeah, so I got to pay a lot of close attention to her. What happened to the proposal again, Gia? You said it was due tomorrow, sir. See, see what I told you, Mr. Yu. Let's keep it moving. Next. Later that day, we see Richard trying to approach Dia at work, but he can't get to her. Michael airdrops his lazy ass in and starts flirting with her, and she's flirting back. Richard realizes it's too late. Gia's happy, and his involvement will probably only complicate her life more. That's what he thought. But now, back in the past, it's a second chance. He thinks, it was a chance I didn't seize back then, but it's different this time. And now we're back to the present time, but it's not really, it's 2013, but you get it. This is their second chance. And Richard stylist has been working overtime, over time, because the very next day we see Richard walk into work with a well-fitted designer, three-piece suit. He looks less manager, less nerdy, less lawyer in court. That's not going to win your court case. More red carpet, Met Gala. And when he walks into the office, the girls, their jaws are dropped. Some of them were on the phones and they dropped their phones that they're using, but Richard 
Richard is only looking at Gia. He walks over to her, three-piece suit, handkerchief, pocket square and all. I do feel better. Thank you for the recommendation, Miss Kang. Are they publicly flirting right now? Yeah. Gia smiles and Michael's male antennas are sensing danger. He shuffles over to Gia once Richard walks into his office. What's that? What's that? What's that smile? Follow me. Michael drags Gia into an empty office and he shuts the door and he's peering through the blinds like this is an interrogation. He's so unserious. I don't even know what to tell you. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? He's interested in you. What are you talking about? He, Richard has a girlfriend. Is that what he said? Did he say that himself? You're acting so naive. Let me tell you something about men, okay? All men cheat. So he has a girlfriend. So what? He could have a wife and still like somebody. That's men. G is staring at this man like, are you dumb? Did you really just say that out loud? Do you know what a guy's ideal type is? An unfamiliar woman. Okay, that's men. You got it? Bro. Don't be foolish. You're the problem. Guys are always playing tricks because you look easy. You look naive. But you you wouldn't do something like that, though. Right, Michael? Would you? What? Never mind. I guess I just always assumed that all men were like you. Gia smiles, and he's like, that's why I know, and I'm telling you to be careful. Gia smiles, and the door opens. Miss Yang and Hannah, they want to go to the break room to talk about the meal kit proposal. So they're all working on gathering suppliers from local farms to provide the produce and stuff. Meanwhile, Richard Daddy is a victim of sexual harassment in the workplace because he's got a whole audience of girlies looking through his glass office windows. This is revolutionary. We didn't have this before. Now, this is what you call a perk in the workplace. Do you see those broad shoulders? His shoulders? I was looking at his waist and his back. I can't even see his shoulders. It'll take two days to look at him closely and analyze him. Do you see how tall he is? Oh, my God. So fucking hot. Yeah. But Richard isn't noticing any of this because he only has eyes for Gia and his work. He's also buying Rogiental stocks. He's hedging stocks. He's edging his love for Gia. I mean, great stuff. Okay. Side note, in the break room, other girls are still talking about Richard's transformation and Gia hears it and asks Mrs. Yang and Hannah, are we the only ones that don't care about Richard's transformation? Everybody else seems really surprised by it. Hannah says, he's not my type. Obviously, he's not her type because that's her brother. But this is a K-drama, not a corn show, right? But Gia doesn't know that. And she just smiles and thinks people realize their partners aren't their type once they start dating. Mrs. Yang responds, I'm married. So getting excited in any sense of the word is basically illegal for me. My life is so boring. (laughs) Anyway, after the little break room meeting, manager Kim wants to see Gia in his office. He's like, hey, Gia, get over here if you're done. He slams a piece of paper on the table. When am I going to get the revised proposal for the meal kits? You didn't report to the team. Come on, what's going on? I'm sorry, it's not done yet. I'm sure, yeah, I know it's not done because that's how far your skills go and you can't do it alone. I'm going to talk to Mrs. Yang for you. I've already told Stacy to help you because you need help. Gia looks concerned. Miss Yang is already helping me and Hannah is helping as well. I don't think we need any more people on this proposal. Is Hannah even useful at all? What did she say, huh? Forget it. I already, you already submitted your proposal and I didn't say anything, but the proposal overlaps with mine. I had the same exact idea for meal kits. Now I'm thinking of taking you out of the proposal. Once my name's on it, it becomes a whole new level. You know what I mean? People will take it more seriously, but I'm willing to add you to the proposal. If you stop arguing and get to work, get out. Gia wasn't even arguing. Manager Kim was arguing with himself. Okay. 
But Gia walks out wondering to herself, is this how it plays out? Since I don't give Stacy my proposal to steal, manager Kim is going to steal it. Then he's going to add Stacy's name to it. That doesn't make sense. When she walks out of the office, Richard asks her if she has plans for dinner because he wants to take her out to dinner. But she rejects nicely, saying that she has personal plans already. And if he wants to have a work dinner, then he needs to let her know so that she can apply for like TPO or something. I don't know, because she's trying to set boundaries. This man has a girlfriend, remember? So after work, Gia shows up at this fancy bar and it's empty or somebody closed it down and she's meeting up with Albie. Gia! I thought this was a restaurant. Do you know this place? Yeah, our restaurant makes deals with this wine shop and I wanted to show you a taste that's out of this world. So he starts pouring her glasses of wine and they start talking about the rejection in high school and he passes over the letter that she wrote. And it's just so bizarre because it's her handwriting and it says something really, really mean. It's basically saying like, just because you think you're popular, you think I'll like you back. You make me want to gag. Dang. Signed Gia. Yeah, so she's like, what the fork? And she knows Stacy wrote that, but she wrote it to be Gia's handwriting. So she's like, this, this is too much. Meanwhile, Gia's phone is blowing up because Michael is calling her nonstop after work and he's talking to himself. What the hell is she doing right now? I wanted to take care of her tonight. You know what I mean? <sighs> she's got such shitty luck. She's going to be missing out on me. Wait a minute. And he dials Stacy. Stacy standing outside of a high-end designer store drooling at luxury clothing. Uh, <clears throat> hey, Michael. Hey, Stacy. Are you with Gia by any chance? I can't reach her. Oh, Gia left earlier. She looked so pretty. She kept looking in the mirror. I figured that she was going on a date with you. Was I wrong? This girl knows what she's doing. Oh, my God. What did you just say? She looked pretty and she left work. Michael, I think you need to get a better grip on Gia. Control her better? Come on, she's not going to run off and do anything. And why not? She suddenly changed her style too. You never know with women. You know, her mom found her soulmate after she had Gia. And, you know, as a woman, I thought it was really cool. But it's a shame for Gia, though. Wait, Gia's mom had an affair? Oh, did, did you not know? Oh, no, what did I do? Did I make a mistake? Never mind. Um, I, I don't think it was Gia's mom. It, it was another friend. I mean... <sighs> Sorry, I guess I just figured you already knew. Side note, in traditional Korean culture, like Michael wants to be so badly, you become less marriage material if your parents are divorced. It's like the idea that like you've never grown up in a stable house, so how can you create a stable house? What? Yeah, so like Stacy knows exactly what she's doing and she's fucked up, okay? Y yeah, well, I knew that her mom left her when she was just a kid. I knew that. But the affair hit later on. I mean, but you really didn't know that she left because she found true love? <sighs> what do I do? I can't believe I just did this. Can you please just pretend like you don't know? I made a mistake. Besides, having an affair isn't like genetics or it's not like a personality trait. It's not a big deal. Of course. Yeah, it's no problem at all. See, I knew you were a great guy, Michael. In return, I'll find out what Gia did tonight and I'll let you know. I'm sure she's just working though. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Okay, well... Call me. Okay. Stacy's way too happy about this. Anyway, not that our queen Gia cares, okay? She's enjoying extremely expensive wine tastings with LB, talking about the past, and then she decides, hey, do you want to get outside and get some air? And they have this awkward, cute little moment where they stand up at the same time and their lips are a little too close and they start giggling. And once they walk outside, Gia knows that she can't lead this guy on, so she just tells him, I have a boyfriend. Oh, Really? Um, by any chance, is he tall and wears glasses? Glasses. 
Yeah, he wore a three-button suit. He's not that fashionable. I mean, he looks classic and wore a very expensive watch. Oh, was it Richard? How do you know him? He's the one that told me about the reunion. How does he know you? Come to think of it, you're right. I thought he was your boyfriend. He's really worried about you. And speak of the devil, somehow Richard is driving by the exact street corner where LB and G are standing at that exact moment. And I think Korea has three blocks according to this k-drama okay anyway lb and gia call it a night and lb goes back to the restaurant where he's drowning down more wine and his business partner is telling him bruh she's just not that into you you spent six thousand dollars on wine you didn't even drive her home she's got a boyfriend she's not into you but lb's like no i'm not gonna give up okay this is my true love Meanwhile, Gia goes to the pharmacy by herself getting stomach meds because her stomach hurts so much. And she makes the worst possible decision to walk down a dark alleyway by herself at night. And here we go. She notices someone tailing her. She's in her heels and she starts running, bolting. And of course, you know, this is the whole city is suddenly deserted. And she ends up in a little children's park and a shadowy figure catches up to her and she bumps straight into fucking Michael. Oh my God, you scared me. Are you crazy? Why are you overreacting? Was it you? Were you following me? Why? Were you hoping it was another man? No, but why would you follow me like that? You could have just called my name. Why would I make you comfortable? You don't even pick up my calls. What? You're being overly self-conscious. Men aren't interested in you. Got it? Still, seeing you scared made it a little more fun for me. This is fun for you? Yeah, it's fun. By the way, where were you? Did you reapply lipstick after work? What are you saying? She wipes her lips on the back of her hand and shoves it in his face. Why are your lips so red, huh? Who, who are you hitting on right now? What's on your face? Is that blush? Your face is so rosy. It's not blush, idiot. Girl is tomato red from like six fucking bottles of wine with her high school love interest. So, okay. It's a lot worse than you think it is. Wow, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, does it? Oh. What did you just say? What? What did you just say, Michael? What? I didn't say anything. I'm only being like this because you're being shady. Gia's thinking, it's Stacy. She told him about my mom. You're acting super strange lately. You don't normally buy clothes. What's this? Is that perfume? What are you talking about? It's not perfume. It's soap. Michael leans in to smell Gia and she's grossed out. She uses her arm to try and push him away and he grabs her wrist. Where did you go after work? Tell me the truth. She tries to yank her arm back. Let go of me. It hurts. And while Michael is holding Gia's wrist, she gets a flashback of when he grabbed her wrist in a similar way when he killed her and she gets scared for her life. Like, it's not dramatic. It's mainly PTSD. Michael's holding her wrist. I'm going to go back to the office and I'm going to see what time you clocked out. So tell me the truth. What did you do after work? Michael starts twisting her arm. She cries out in pain and Richard comes out of nowhere, grabs Michael, flips him upside down in the air, drops him onto the hard playground sand. Michael gets the wind fucking knocked out of him. He's coughing and Richard doesn't even have a single wrinkle in his suit. Not even a singular crease. When Michael's done coughing and giving us all the ick, he really Realizes Richard is hovering over him and he jumps back up to his feet. The attack was so fast, he doesn't even realize who was flipping him over like a little bitch. Uh He's standing, he's on the ground, staring up, long legs, tall, incredibly tall, eight feet tall, taller than Michael will ever be, but never taller than my own husband. (laughs) (laughs) General manager, Mr. Richard, sir, he gets up, but he realizes, wait, no, we're not at work. And this is the guy that had just attacked me. What's your deal? So what if you're the manager what's going on between you guys are you crazy 
Richard grabs the grubby Michael and slams him against a playground wall and he starts lifting the entire man off just by his collar. He's fueled by the flashback of what Michael said at her funeral. She was going to die anyway, right? Gia intervenes so Richard doesn't kill Michael. Mr. Yu, you can't be doing this. Mr. Yu, please stop. When Richard is done pumping his biceps using Michael as dead weight, he throws him to the side and Michael embarrassingly slips on the sand as he literally runs away. Runs away. He literally sprints away from just sprints. But when he's in a safe distance, he asks himself, wait, why did I run away? Richard, that bastard, I could have taken him any other day when I'm not so sore. He punches the air and uh, he sprains his back. Ow, fuck. It's Richard. He has no reason to follow me. Wait, wait. But why didn't Gia follow me? Is she out of her mind? What? Together? They're together? Fuck. He tries to kick some trash, but he ends up slipping. So anyway, he's like general and eccentral. Like, I don't know what to say about this guy right now. Meanwhile, Gia and Richard, they leave the playground. And now they're sitting on a park bench overlooking the city, processing this whole situation. Richard brings Gia a cup of coffee. I mean, this man is like a walking Nespresso machine. I don't know where he's getting all this coffee from. It doesn't even look like there's any coffee shops nearby. He sits down on the bench. How's your wrist? What are you doing here? Uh, I had business in the area. What business? Well, the thing is... None of your business. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't answer your phone. I figured nothing happened, but just to be sure. Why are you worried about me? It's after work hours. Even if something were to happen to me, it's nothing to do with you. Yes, it does. I'm worried about Mr. Park and him hurting you. Why would you think that? Because people don't change. They repeat their actions. Well, he, Michael has never touched me like that. I just saw him. This wasn't that serious. Richard gets up. He's so passionate. No, don't say it like that. No one is allowed to touch you like that. It's no big deal. I should have broken all of his fingers. Seriously. Gia stands up. No, it was fun seeing Michael so scared. Meanwhile, it's all very hot and steamy, but Stacy is popping her head up out of the bushes, thinking to herself, what's going on? I came here to see her fight with Michael, but why is she talking to Richard off hours? Why is Richard here? And right at that moment, Stacy gets a call from Michael and she steps away. Yes, hello, Michael. Meanwhile, Gia's standing up, staring directly at Richard, up at Richard because he's tall. The way that you're acting is making me very uncomfortable right now. I'm just worried about you. I don't want you to worry. Your feelings make me very uncomfortable. Do you know how I feel? I don't like cheating for personal reasons. I don't think that a person should betray anybody. I've taken care of that. You what? So your girlfriend is just a task to be taken care of? I really didn't take you for that type, Richard. You're so much worse than I thought. Hannah is a very precious person to me. (laughs) Richard looks so confused Hannah's so nice and pretty And she's very level You know what, forget it I'm going to talk to her myself Gia reaches for her phone to call Hannah To tell her that her beloved boyfriend brother Is cheating on her But Richard stops her No, 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 wait Gia Just a second, calm down first Will you hear me out? Let me get this straight You think I'm dating Hannah And I'm trying to cheat on her with you Because I have feelings for you Are you not? You're right Just the part about me liking you though Now Richard pulls out his phone to call Hannah to prove that all of this is a misunderstanding, but it's not going well because her name is saved as the most beautiful girl in the world. Ah! And Gia is like, he's literally proving his point. Hannah picks up the phone. Why are you calling me so late at night? It's very scary. Hannah, Hannah answers. This phone will self-destruct in five seconds if you don't get to the point. Five, four, 
<laughs> Hannah, I love you. Hannah hangs up. Uh, Does she sound like my girlfriend? Gia's looking at the phone, the caller ID. Just so you know, Hannah saved it like this. Hannah calls him back. I shouldn't see you for a month after some shit like that, but I have to see you at work tomorrow. Are you terminally ill or something? Are you finally leaving the family register? In typical sibling fashion, Richard hangs up the phone, no explanation, leaving Gia absolutely shook because what? Wait, family, (gasps) she's your sister. (sighs) Hannah, Hannah, you, Richard, you. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Please forget everything I said today. I've made a huge misunderstanding. You didn't misunderstand all of it. I like you a lot. But we don't know what Gia said, but it can't be that bad because the two of them are standing in front of her apartment now. He's taken her home. Thank you for bringing me home. Richard starts to lean down and for a moment, it looks like he's going to try and kiss Gia. He's slowly like leaning his face towards her eyes clothing, but instead he faints on her. And she's screaming, Mr. You, Mr. You. Oh, my God. Hey, you. Hey, hey. What? So um, we actually get a flashback like two seconds before he faints. And we figure out why he faints. So Gia, before she gets out the car, she's kind of holding onto her stomach. And he's asking her, are you not feeling well? And she said, to be honest, my stomach has been hurting since earlier. And Richard is like, your stomach? So at this point, Richard knows that she dies from stomach cancer. So he probably thinks that her pain right now is related to the stomach cancer. So he passes out. She takes him to the emergency room. Meanwhile, Stacy is nearby stalking Michael and reapplying her lipstick. She grabs a taxi. Inside the taxi, she's unbuttoning her shirt. And once she gets inside, the taxi driver is like, welcome, where can I take you? Sir, do you see that man sitting over there half a block away? Go there and drop me off. Uh, Like right there, ma'am, like 100 feet. Exactly. So she gets into the taxi. The taxi pulls up. Stacy gets out looking all concerned. She leans down at Michael. Michael, she grabs his face in her hands. (gasps) Are you hurt? Oh my goodness, did you get into a fight? It cuts to them in a dark alleyway. Michael is pushing Stacy up against the wall. He's got her head in his hands. He's about to swoop down and kiss her. Michael is desperate to try and get laid. Stacy is desperate for attention. But Stacy's pretending like she's better than this. Michael, we can't. She dramatically turns her head away so that they can't kiss. She dramatically pushes him away and emphasizes, I can't stop. We can't hurt Gia. I'd rather die. I'll, I'll leave. Well, I, Stacy thinks to herself, not so easy. Stacy realizes that she's not being extra enough. So she falls to her knees in the alleyway, tears streaming down her cheeks. Michael comes in with the smoothest pickup line ever heard in history. Don't cry, you pabble, <laughs> which is you idiot. What do we do? Michael figures. So Stacy's trying to have this whole like star-crossed lover moment. Mm. Like we can't hurt my bestie. I'll leave so that we can fight this attraction we have for each other. Michael figures out he's not going to smash if he keeps this up. So he uses his last resort and he just gives Stacy a hug. We later see them in the back of a taxi cab very awkwardly looking away from each other and keeping exactly 6 inches of distance, but Stacy has her hands in her lap and she scrunches up her skirt so that he can see more of her legs. Ah! And Michael starts adjusting in the back of his taxi because um you know he's gotten a very small excited little grasshopper inside of his pants and the taxi driver stops the car stacy gets out michael throws the driver some money and gets out there too and um stacy is thinking to herself so he gets out of the cab here huh 
He's down bad more than I thought. Meanwhile, Richard wakes up in the hospital bed, but instead of caring about himself, he keeps asking the doctor to check up on Gia. And the doctor is like, sir, you're the one that's fucking passed out. Like, what are you talking about? And both of them decide that they're going to get stomach exams because Richard genuinely just wants to know if she's doing okay. And outside the hospital, Richard tells Gia, I'll take you home. My car's nearby here. That's all right. I can just look, Gia. I'm a good person. I know. But I have a boyfriend. He's your subordinate and I'm in an awkward situation because of what happened today. I bet he's thinking about this a lot right now. So then you tell him to think harder. Tell him to always treat you more thoughtfully and carefully. You're going to take a cab, right? He calls a cab over and he opens the door. I like you, but I'm not going to do anything if you don't want me to. Or I'm not going to put you in a situation that makes you uncomfortable. You just need to say no. You can get in. I'm not going to get in with you. And she gets in and this is so cute, but he gets another taxi and he just follows her home to make sure she gets home safely, but is not in the same taxi as her. Ah! <laughs> 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 ah, honey, honey, call a taxi right now. Okay. So you in taxi, I in a different taxi and that's hot. Yeah. Okay. It's hot. It's hot. Got no? it. Take notes, guys. Take notes. Two Ubers everywhere you go. Okay. <laughs> Every fucking where. Two Ubers. Anyway, the next morning, we see that Richard couldn't sleep all night. Gia couldn't sleep either. But she, we get this really cute morning montage of her taking care of herself. She's like a new woman. And that morning, LB shows up at the workplace downstairs outside the office building to give her some coffee. And Richard sees this whole interaction. And when he shows up for work, he's a little cranky, okay? And so Hannah texts into their little friend group, Mrs. Yang, Hannah, and Gia. Emergency. Mr. Yu is in a terrible mood today. Don't stand out, anybody. Before Gia can respond, Stacy comes in with a pip in her step. She seems happy. Hi, everyone. Chona team. Good morning. Did you guys all sleep well? Michael walks in soon after. Hello. Good. He stops in the middle of a sentence when he makes eye contact with Gia and the atmosphere is awkward. It's tense. Everyone is staring at Michael, including Richard from his office. What? Why? Michael's annoyed. He's having a shitty day. He got rejected by his own girlfriend last night. He got beaten up by his boss. Then he got rejected by his girlfriend's best friend all in the span of like 40 fucking six minutes last night. So he goes to the balcony to take a smoke break and he's talking to himself. Why act up if she's going to walk on eggshells around me today? This is why women need to be stomped on every three days. Oh. And there's footsteps behind him. Richard, the environmental king. This is a no smoking zone. Right, sure, sir, sorry. No, wait. What was that about yesterday? Office relationships are banned at UNK. A dating ban in this day and age? That's so outdated. That's why it hasn't been enforced for so long. So most people don't know about it, but it still exists. I mean, it exists because it affects work. Like how you acted today, Mr. Park. Enough with the stupid company rules, Richard. Let's talk about common sense. Explain yesterday. Are you stalking my girlfriend or is this mutual? Richard pulls out his phone. Right behind that alleyway, that's our company's warehouse. What? Oh, so there is one. Okay. On my way there, I saw a staff member safety being compromised. Yeah, well, before she's your staff member, she's my girlfriend and this is our private lives. It is affecting work, like how you acted when you came to work. Now everyone becomes an adult. Not everyone becomes an adult with age or becomes a man. Women are unhappy when they date a boy instead of a man. So for Gia's sake, you should break up with her. Break up with her? Don't you think you're stepping out of line, sir? 
then let's say it's because I like Gia. Oh. You liked, what are you? Either way, don't lay a finger on her again, okay? You don't know her like, you don't actually know her that well. Let me tell you about Gia. Michael, what time is it? Richard grabs Michael's arm, twists it to read his watch in an overly complicated, just a very convoluted move to assert dominance. Michael is like moaning in pain. <gasps> ah, it's 11.30 a.m. He twists even harder. Ah, what are you doing? You don't lay a finger on her, okay? Excuse me? You do not lay a finger. Ow, okay, okay, okay. Richard leaves and Michael is left with another bruise that he has to bandage, okay? And not just for his ego, physically as well. So he goes to the smoking area, lights his cigarette, and he's thinking, what the hell was that? What is this guy's problem? And in walks Gia. Gia is nervous. Gia does not want Michael to break up with her. Gia's got plans, remember? Because if Michael breaks up with her right now, Stacy's not going to want Michael. But someone has to take Gia's spot as Michael's wife because that's who Michael's probably going to kill or cheat on or something. So she just really wants to re want some revenge. No, it's not just revenge because her fate is to die. Her fate is to be murdered. So even if she doesn't oh. marry Michael, it's likely that her fate is that Michael will kill her oh. even if they don't even if they break up. So someone has to take her place and die. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Michael. Oh God, why would you sneak up on me, Gia? You're getting on my nerves more and more. Are you angry about yesterday? I thought about it and maybe we should. Did it hurt yesterday? I'm sorry I grabbed you, but you know you were wrong too, right? If I hadn't overreacted, if you hadn't overreacted, honestly, then I never, then he never would have stepped in. I'm not a piece of trash that would hurt a woman. Violence is a crime, a crime. You treated me like some sort of criminal yesterday. Jesus Christ, Gia, you're so dumb that it drives me crazy. Oh. I've held back all this time since you were so nice to me, but I need to start disciplining you now. Let's go. Gia's confused. Yeah, but she's like kind of confused why his voice sounds soft and he's letting it go. Meanwhile, Michael's thinking to himself, I have nothing solid against Richard. He claims that he saw us on the way to the warehouse. It's not like I did anything praiseworthy, so I can't even report this to the police. They start walking back into the building and Michael tells Gia to hurry up. Oh, did you go straight home last night, Michael? We get a flashback of Stacy standing outside her door and she's like seductively touching the gate. And she's like, I like being with you. What? But it's too complicated, Michael. Yeah, it is very complicated. But for tonight, I want to be honest with myself. And she takes a few seductive steps toward Michael and then kisses him on the cheek. He thinks he's getting laid, but then she runs back up and into her apartment. And he's got blue, blue, blue pipe. He's blue. Yeah. <laughs> he's a blue crab. He's a blue crab. Okay. He's just <laughs> crabbing around and he's fucking blue and it's very painful for him. You know what I mean? And Michael's, of course, where else would I go last night? Huh. Gia's thinking something's up. Something is up. When they get back to the office, manager Kim pops his head out of his office and yells at Gia. Miss Kang, let's have lunch. Mrs. Yang, you know where it is, right? Meet us there. Gia's disgusted, but also kind of happy that she doesn't have to eat with Michael. So she turns to him. Let's pass on lunch today. Then Stacy's all by herself. Stacy gets up. Stacy gets up, stares at Michael like some sort of wounded dog. It's okay. I'm not hungry. I'll just drink some coffee in the lounge. 
The pick me energy is rancid. No, Stacy, you shouldn't. Gia notices the glances that Michael and Stacy are exchanging, and she's confirming something has started. You really shouldn't do that, Stacy. You can't skip a meal. You're already so skinny. Michael, take her out and get her something good to eat. Something good. I'll treat you, but um, I have to go with Mr. Kim. Here, do this for me. You can pay with my credit card. She hands him her credit card. Can I really? Yeah, go somewhere nice. Okay. So Gia and Mrs. Yang leave, and Michael suggests steak, steak. If I were Stacy, this would be so embarrassing. Like you're hitting on your best friend's man, and he can't even pay for your lunch. Anyway, Mrs. Yang and Gia show up at a fancy Japanese-style restaurant, and manager Kim is just downing sushi with his fingers, and he's like rubbing his armpit stains with a napkin. He's licking his fingers. It's a lot. It's a lot. He also talks about how he's got the ends with the marketing. He's going to make this meal kit proposal skyrocket. It's going to be the biggest thing in the world. Why? Because his cousin's brother-in-law is Director Wang, the one that smacks people on the head with a newspaper. Oh, yeah. His cousin's brother-in-law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like during the during the whole lunch, he's just screaming at them. And during that lunch, he takes Gia off the proposal. She's no longer allowed to work on the meal kits that she created. Now, while Gia is having the worst lunch of her life, Stacy and Michael are sparing no expenses on Gia's credit card. They go to a super fancy restaurant. The waiters are dressed in suits, like be fucking for real right now. Stacy's like, isn't this a really nice place? I wish I could take you somewhere nicer. This is a casual place. Uh-oh. Really? Uh-oh. I'm so happy. She silently claps and Michael leans back on his chair looking like he owns the restaurant with his girlfriend's credit card. He barely glances at the waiter while he's talking. You know, bring me my usual. He tells the waiter. Like, in a way, Michael's got a usual here, but I guess the waiter has enough nunchi and sense. Like, maybe this happens a lot, so he doesn't blow his cover. And what about the wine, sir? Keep my bottle that I've had in the back. Is there any new good wine in today? I recommend Henry Bryden 2008 to pair with today's course. The flavors are deep with a fine French oak. Meanwhile, Stacy is sizing up Michael like he's real estate. He really is a decent guy. He's got great manners and he's smart. He works for a huge conglomerate company. And he's the most decent man that Gia has ever dated. Are they in the same company? Yeah. Michael is also sizing up Stacy, but he only wants to get laid. He doesn't need a new house. <gasps> you pretty little thing. Is she falling for me yet? The waiter's still going on and on in the back about the wine. And Michael just says, yeah, the last one with the flavors. Michael is so unserious. So Michael turns to Stacy. Did you rest well last night? I couldn't sleep at all. What about you? Do you think that I could really sleep after that? And we get a scene of both of them fucking snoring and happily snoozing the button all morning. But they're acting like, I couldn't sleep because I had so much on my mind. Okay? <laughs> and they cheers their wines to their egos. Meanwhile, Mrs. Yang is trying to defend Gia with manager Kim and try to get her back on the proposal. But he convinces her, no, this is what's best for your career. Because if that proposal was with you and Gia, who do you think is going to get propo- promoted after it, huh? Meanwhile, Gia is storming back into the office and she realizes through her bank account that they spent $3,000 on her credit card for lunch. $3,000! Are you serious? She's like, they spent $3,000? Is he crazy? Yeah. Is that guy crazy? That's crazy, okay? So that night, Richard demands to talk to Gia. She doesn't want to, right? But he has to take her out to dinner or take her out to do something because he wants to talk about work. He found out that she was taking off the proposal and they're going to try and steal her idea. And he's like, do you need help? And she's like, no, I'm going to handle this on my own. Anyway, 
can anyone guess the super important activity that Richard had planned? The two of them are wrestling on the floor that night at the gym that Richard does martial arts at, you know, don't be nasty. So Sam and Fred are there. And when they walk in, they bow and Sam goes up to them and says hello to Gia and says, you're always so beautiful, beautiful as ever. Gia's like, have we met before? Because remember, he's the chicken delivery driver, but... Uh But no, Richard is like, don't don't blow the cover. So Fred tries to cover for Sam. He's like that with any pretty woman. Hi, I'm Fred. And this is Sam. We're all friends from college. By any chance, do you like judo? Uh, I was on the national team as a reserve. And so was Sam. For Taekwondo, we were not judo, but we're really good at judo, too. So Richard hands Gia a white judo uniform, which happens to have her name stitched onto it. And he tells her to go change. She gets changed and they start giving her a lesson. Sam goes first because he's the champion, right? Just as you saw, flip your opponent with one go. Judo is all about physics. Think of it as a lever. You grab and flip. Grab and flip. Okay. Do you want to try? So Gia is instructed to grab Sam's shoulder and arm and try to flip him over. Grab and flip, grab and flip. And she tries multiple times and it's not fucking working. She's screaming because they tell her scream and it won't freaking work. And she's freaking the fork out until finally she flips Sam and she's getting so excited. They're jumping up and down. Sam is trying to high five her, but Richard grabs Sam by the collar and casually lifts him out of the way because he doesn't want any other male specimen touching his love interest. And Richard is like, that covers the basics. Now let's do the practical part. Practical part. The first step to win is to get on the mat and face your opponent. That is how to fight. So grab me. Gia tries to move, but he easily moves out the way. It's not easy to grab someone. However, sometimes they will let you grab them. Gia grabs him this time, but she can't move him to save her life. Because they know that you can't flip them. So they let their guard down. I'm gonna flip you. She's got this determined look on her face. And at one point, he's like dragging her around because she's trying to flip him. And then eventually, instead of flipping him, she just lunges, throws her body weight on top of him, tries to trip him with her leg. And they both crash onto the floor and she is on top of him. And she's like, I did it. I did it. Oh, my God. And then she lays down next to him on her back. And they're both staring up at the stealing. And he pats her head. Good job. Meanwhile, Sam and Fred are confused. Didn't he tell you not to go easy on her? Didn't he flip too easily just now? Yeah, I I saw him jump. He jumped so fucking high. I saw that. He jumped. (laughs) Afterwards, Richard drives Gia home and walks her to her door. Thank you for tonight. Don't forget to shout. You're capable of fighting, okay? When you're on the mat, you focus on one thing and one thing only. So the next day, Gia gets to work. First, you get on the mat and you face the opponent. She's staring at manager Kim, okay? She's going to fuck this shit up. Mrs. Wang and Stacy are going to be taking over the proposal. And Stacy and Mrs. Wang even asked Gia if there's any other additional information that she has on the proposal that she had. And wow. she uses this as the perfect time. She's going to flip them all. Actually, I did have a marketing strategy. I'll share them right away, but I think it'll be good to use Director Wang's name to promote all of this. So right at that moment, Richard walks by, hears her wanting Director Wang's name to promote it, and he just goes along with it because what Gia wants, Gia's gonna get, and that's it. So we see Director Wang promoting these meal kits. He's on all these talk shows. He's in a chef's uniform doing all these things. He beca- He's talking about how this is gonna be world-class taste. So this thing is gaining global popularity, and Director Wang, he loves 
loves it because he's got his feet kicked up on his office desk watching videos of himself on company time when manager Kim burst into his office. Director Wang, did you call me? Who is this? Manager Kim? No. Deputy General Manager Kim is who you're going to be. Director Wang, I'm so proud of you. Who thought of putting my name on it like this? Who thought of making me the face of the meal kits? Manager Kim has a flashback to Gia's exact words. For marketing, we need a star to gain attention fast. Instead of using a celebrity, we need a trustworthy expert. And I think Director Wang will be a trustworthy face. But he has the balls to lie. Of course, it was my idea. You're handsome and competent. You're UNK's icon. There's no one better than you. Great job. Make this big. I'm going to leave the country tomorrow. I'm going to have some interviews in America. You are. Richard got his position because he was working in the States. I'm going to try next year, but I got a good feeling about this. Don't be satisfied with being the first. That's how we're going to look at it. We're going to keep pushing, okay? I will push ruthlessly for you, Director Wang. And the two of them high five. And now Wang is going to fly out to the U.S. tomorrow. And Gia gets a notification about his business trip. And she is busy. She's got to plot this perfectly. When Michael comes up behind her, scaring her. <gasps> what are you doing? You haven't left yet? Stacy pops up behind him too, the deadly duo. We bought chicken. You work so hard lately, Gia. I mean, it has been so long since we hung out. It's hard for me to see you too, Gia. And I'm your boyfriend. You should just let it go. There's a bus that's already left, okay? Stop chasing it. Let the proposal go. Michael, she's working so hard. It might not be now, but I'm sure one day it'll benefit her. Gia looks straight into Stacy's souls. I don't like that. Lately, I've come to hate that. What? That it might be good for me one day? I want to be rewarded for the work I do now. That was too deep for both of them because <laughs> Michael looks at her and goes, what the hell? You sound like you're possessed. Do you uh -oh. understand her? Let's just eat some chicken. Michael bought it, so they start opening the chicken, and Gia notices. It's soy sauce marinated chicken. Stacy, it's your favorite. Oh, ah! is it? You're right. You know, it's such a shame, guys. I have a meeting today. You guys should have told me. Oh, you should have told us, Gia. What the heck? Such a shame. I love eating chicken at, my, at night. Michael, do you remember we ate chicken while looking at that night view on the balcony? The ambiance was so great then, wasn't it? Yeah, that was nice. It tasted extra good. Stacy's like, really? I want to try that. Yeah, sure. You guys should try that tonight. I'm late, so I'm going to get going now. So, so disappointed. But enjoy. Bye. <laughs> They're like, what the hell is going on? Gia can't stay because she got big plans. She knows Wang is supposed to get exposed for a scandal while on a plane. And she figures he must have boarded this plane by now. That means Gia might be able to get this ball rolling. She finds Wang's number, probably through a company register, and calls Wang while he's on the plane. Who is this? Hello, Director Wang. We met at the Nerd TV Showcase. I'm Gia Kang. What? How did someone like you get my number? As you know, the meal kit business that you're doing was originally my idea, and I'm gonna complain about it being I'm gonna complain about being kicked out of it. What the hell? And he hangs up on her, but he's so rattled that he causes a scene, okay? She whispers to herself, just do it. Just do it. Like you I have your arm, so flip. Flip over. And Wang is so pissed off, he finds his seat in first class and he notices that there's a man sitting next to him and he looks at the flight attendant. Hey, you come here! I'm pissed as it is. What the hell is this? Why is there someone sitting beside me? This is the seat that you booked, sir. Is there a problem? Do you not know who I am? Why is there someone sitting beside me? 
Are you ignoring me now? I don't believe this. Seriously? This evil little assistant manager thinks the proposal is hers because she fucking wrote it. Now a mere flight attendant is ignoring me. Mm. He starts bonking her head with the newspaper. Ah. Think, think about why you get paid. Huh? Then you'd know what you should say. Shall I check if there's an empty seat, sir? No one does their job properly. He sits down, slamming into the person next to him, elbowing him, and he calls Mr. Kim. Mr. Kim, did you not take care of Jia King who wrote the proposal? Is she still working on it? So that's why she's making a big fuss about it and complaining. Yeah, she said that she'd make an issue if we leave her out of it because she did all the work. Tear that clueless bitch to pieces. Fucking pissing me off. Meanwhile, people are recording this. So, so she knew that something similar is going to happen in the future. And yeah. she just kind of moved it around a bit. Yes, but it's even crazier because now it's all over the news again. And it's even crazier because he was becoming a celebrity. Videos have spread. Reports have been leaked. UNK executive have been, has been dismissed after the assault. UNK fires executive after his clip causes a stir. Caught saying, tear Gia King into pieces. So she's also in the news and getting credit for her meal kit proposal idea. She is on top of the moon right now. The whole video, even the part where it's like asking about, did you not take her off the proposal? The one that she did it. I mean, it's all on the internet. So she goes onto the balcony and she's having such a good day. She's listening to BTS's old songs. And then Richard comes up behind her and she takes off her headphones. BTS, I like them too. And she, she smiles and says, to be honest, I really want to listen to Dynamite right now, but I can't find it anywhere. Dynamite's great, but I like Spring Day. I like spring day too. And she looks at him. Dynamite by BTS was released in 2020. Spring day was released in 2017. It oh. is currently July 2013. Oh, I'm getting goosebumps. She turns to Richard and goes, did you just say you like spring day? And he smiles for a second. He looks shocked. Did you just say you like dynamite? And this is how the episode ends. It's silence. And then all of a sudden, dynamite starts playing. It's oh. like the most. It's such a good fucking. You're kidding me. And that's it for this part. <laughs> Bro. Is that not the cutest reveal? Bro. Is that not the cutest reveal? Yeah, reveal that they find out about each other. Yes. Wait, he already knew? Yeah. How did he know? Huh? How did he know? Oh, I don't know. Maybe he didn't know. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he knew. So they both just found out about each other? Yeah. Wow. Wait, this is 2013? Yeah. Wow. So BTS be bringing the world together. Oh, and she said, that's why I can't find the song. Yeah. So I will see you guys on next Monday for part three. Bye. Can we hit dynamite or do we not have the copyright budget for that? Probably not. We'll be back. <laughs>